Money Boss. Today I want to talk about the biggest takeaway I had from the Money Boss Summit that launched middle of November. You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals. Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shergunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Money Boss Podcast. Anna Shurgunina is here, and I am kicking off unofficially season two of the Money Boss Podcast. We took a little bit of a break, but I'm excited to be back and really still quite recovering from the launch of the Money Boss Summit in the middle of November. And even though it took some time to get ready for it, and it's been over for a few weeks, I'm still sort of running high with all the feedback that I've gotten, all of the interesting lessons I've personally learned from amazing speakers, and just really all the energy that was created um, with with this amazing three-day event. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, it is still available. I'm sorry you missed it, but you can get yourself an all-access pass and get access to all of the videos audios, and even transcripts for. So it's still available. It's at themoneybosssummit.com. Now, today I wanted to focus on a a little bit on a different um, idea, but really more about what the takeaway I had from the summit. And, you know, something interesting too, I actually saw a theme. I didn't know this was going to come up because when I designed the schedule and reached out to speakers that I thought had interesting angles, right, in personal finance area, I had no idea that this was really going to be sort of starting to seep through um, in in all of these conversations. And what I really um, understood is that, and I see this too with clients, and we were focused on building, right, a solid foundation for for our finances in, 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 in this all summit. But one of the missing puzzles for a lot of people really lies in the mindset. But I would think it's more precisely money mindset. So what is it? How can we up-level your money mindset? And how do you really go to the next level? That's what I want to focus on today. So let's begin by defining money mindset. And I had to look up this definition and kind of piecemeal it together, but I think it makes the most sense when you start to really dig into it. So here it is. Money mindset is an overriding attitude that you have about your finances. It drives you how... You make decisions on a daily basis. And I talk about this a lot as well. We are so unprepared, right, by just our circumstances life with making financial decisions. From, you know, from one angle is that we don't have enough education and training. Second of all, it's these thoughts and beliefs, right, beliefs and ideas that we've gotten growing up. And so because it can make a big impact, right, in your ability to achieve financial goals, it is something that we need to focus on. Like it's almost like this foundation that we got to really get solid because if we want to change 
the way we get, the way we have ideas about our money, how we earn our money, how well we do with it. It all really comes down to that money mindset. Now, it is an interesting concept that money mindset is actually develops from the story that we tell ourselves, right? We all have a story. We all have something that we've been telling ourselves over time. I also didn't understand that going in into this whole personal finance area. And so money story is something that is centered around money. And I know you have heard the, you know, these things from all over, um, certain beliefs that people have, like money should grow on trees or money is evil or whatever it is, right? But the question, questions you should be asking yourselves are, are the following. Where is that money story coming from? When you look back at your childhood and how your family treated money, like what kind of conversations did you used to have around dinner table? I know in my family, we didn't have much. I don't know if that was the reason that my, you know, I gotten interested in, in this topic or not, because I had no idea um, of how things worked until I really learned myself, but more from a place of where I've made mistakes and wasn't in deep trouble. So what did your parents talk about? What did you saw growing did you see growing up? Because those those are the roots, right, of everything, your actions, more or less your thoughts, and more importantly too. And you know, I started to really think about this on a different level because I am now responsible for, you know, for another person's life, right? I have a son and both Yuri and I want to be the best examples, um, not just financially, right, and all of these things, but just as a human being. So story is something that really seeds from within, and that's where we need to start the work. I want to tell you a funny, um, actually, it's not funny, but it's an interesting myth, I would say, uh, or idea. And I, I don't know why it's connecting to this today, maybe because I'm recording this podcast and I have landscapers in my front and backyard, planting trees and actually one tree. Um, if you wanted to take a look at how it, um, it all is done, uh, head over to my Instagram account. I'll post some pictures there. Um, but there is this myth in, in, in Russian culture. And as a matter of fact, my mo mother-in-law was uh, talking about this the other day. And um, because we were redoing the landscaping, uh, she one of the things she was really focused on is we've got to plant a tree. Like she wanted to buy us a tree and it was really important to her that we planted that tree. And I, I had no, you know, reservation, sir, buy us a tree. And, you know, in her mind, it, it signified something big. And so there is the Smith in, in Russian culture. I, I, I don't even know where it's coming from, but I just, I've heard this enough, right? And that's this money story that is circling in the back of her head, right? Because she's much older, that in order to be successful, you have to plant a tree you have to build a house and you have to, you know, raise a son or you have to, you know, basically um, lay the foundation for continuing your generation. Like that's the idea of success. So imagine having that kind of a money story in the back of your head. Now, what happens if you never are able to plant a tree? What happens if you never are able to build a house, right? Or even have a family or if you choose not to, does that mean that you're not successful? So I, you know, I kind of tell this um, because it's laughable, right? You think about this, it's not that significant. And I just, this morning, I just watched how these guys 
um, landscape or planted a tree, right? So it was not, not a big deal. It wasn't me planting it. I was just standing there recording a video. But does that, does that automatically make makes me successful? I don't think so. So, but here's just a simple life example that, um, you know, kind of drives, doesn't drive me. I don't define success, especially financial success, uh, by so, those kinds of things. But we don't think about it. And that's where it really gets us in trouble a lot. Um, so here's a couple things that I thought I'd share with you. There are also takeaways from the summit, but I'm you know, including a little bit of my own ideas here about how do you change that money story. It's not going to change over time. It's not going to change. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not going to change in one night. It's not going to change in one day. It's going to take some time. So think of it as a work that you have to continually do. It is, it, it, and it really is because you have to convince yourself, right? You have to convince your mind that these are the things that you used to believe about finances, about success, financial freedom, all of these things are actually not true. So one of the things that you, I think you should really focus on, and when I uh, did my interview with Shanna uh, Game, who um, really does a lot of work around money mindset and has a journal coming out in January, uh, one of the first things that she does with her clients is creates a vision board. Now, I know we kind of laughed about this because like, all right, who is in modern day and age creates actual vision boards? Well, if you want to be really techy and digital, you can head over to Pinterest and create a vision board for yourself there. A lot of people do that. Actually, I heard something on a podcast the other day too that since the pandemic unfolded, um, traditionally, Pinterest was a all mostly female kind of used platform for creating vision boards and things like that. But it really shifted quite a bit in pandemic. And so now there's, I think, like either 15 or 20 percent or something like that, some increased number of users who are male. So interesting enough, but this is not about Pinterest at all. This is about giving your brain some food for thought. Cut a picture, slide like in the old days. And I have actually two vision boards here in my home office um, that Yuri and I have created over time with, with actual, you know, cut out pictures from magazines when we used to subscribe to those. But anyhow, you can, you can figure out how to get your vision board. It could be just a handwritten something, something that gives your mind that picture that you can come back and revisit. Number two, which I think from our conversation with Shauna and something I do as well, um, is, is practicing gratitude, okay? Now, you can do something very simple. I have a journal that um, I keep on a daily basis, and it's not just a gratitude journal, but it, it's, it's, a, it's just a keep me organized kind of journal. And it has a section that um, gives me three lines to, to focus on the gratitude. So you can start with what are the three things you're grateful for today? You can go to five, you can do, you can do 10, whatever that is. And you know, something funny happens with the, with the gratitude. And I've observed this too. And I have sort of this in kind of in and out going in, uh, staying really consistent with it and, you know, being focused and remembering to write it in my journal. And then sometimes I kind of go out of it and like around holidays, you don't focus on it. And I know the difference. I, I feel the difference in just in just my like my focus my internal kind of energy if I don't practice so it's simple what are the start with five things I think you think you can get to five things pretty easily because the you know first couple would be obviously the most important people to you and things like that 
But um, as you start to kind of get over those sort of most obvious things, you start to notice things that are perhaps you didn't focus on. Like, what are you grateful for today? I'm finally actually really grateful for the fact that we almost are done with our landscaping, right? I, that wouldn't be a thing for me yesterday or the day before, but it is today. So I'm excited for Yuri to get home and, and look at, you know, look at the yard front and back and kind of see how all of this is going to come up, uh, is coming together. Now, I know we need a little bit of time for everything to grow. And it's like December. Luckily, I live in California. Uh, so that's helpful. But that's it. The, the, the practice of daily gratitude is really, really helping you um, energize, right, and fuel your mind. And one I ha- wanted to drop on you as well here, because we're still kind of centering this around our finances, check on your money on a daily basis. Now, I know some of you be like, oh my God, this is not something I want to sign up for. And I hear you. I would probably say that too, if I heard this for, you know, for the first time or like, okay, you want me to be focusing on my finances on a daily basis? Sure, I get it. But here's a quick solution that really shouldn't take a lot of your time. How many, how many of you pop your phone when you're, you know, just sitting doing nothing pretty much, right? Browsing apps or reading news or playing games. Download one of these aggregation apps such as Mint.com, Personal Capital, um, and there's a number, you know, a few other ones. I use Mint and I just pop it up on your screen. Look at where all of your stuff is at. Things like balances in your checking and savings accounts. What is your credit card? Like, are you, you know, overspending and not looking at it? So the reason I call these aggregation apps um, is because it allows you to pull all of this kind of, um, all of this information in one spot. So you could see a complete picture uh, in one spot. Now, the reason it's just like with the vision board that I was talking about yeah, that you're creating, the same thing goes with, with money. Where you focus your attention, maybe for a quick one second or five seconds, that's where you start to manifest what you really want. If you have a plan to pay off debts, and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to look at that on a daily basis, that's okay. But you're looking at those kinds of things because you want to know, you want to give your mind, right, food for thought. You want to train it to have the focus that you need it to focus. So those are the three things I want you to start with. There is a lot more, my friends, that comes with really getting that mindset, particularly money mindset, that we all want. But I hope you enjoyed this conversation. We're going to be sharing a lot more on this topic. As as I said at the beginning of this episode, um, I'm really, really excited that the outcome of the summit really, um, really was fantastic. Lots of, lots of um, interesting ideas and, um, you know, people were jazzing about, but I, I could have not hoped that this was the, the theme and angle that we were going to see throughout conversations that I had with 23 amazing folks. That's all I've got for you today. Um, hope you're enjoying your holiday season and starting the countdown to uh, Christmas. Until next time, remember, you guys are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, So don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years 
created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.